Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of She Salt. Today I have another yogi here with me and I really loved meeting her. We went and had coffee the other day and it was such an easy conversation and uh, we wanted to do a podcast together. So today my guest is Sarah Cummings. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Cummings. Cummings. Good. So Sarah, you are um, also a yoga instructor, but tell me your specialty. Um, so I'm a yoga therapist okay. and a somatic yoga therapist. Oh, you know, I've just had somebody ask me about that the other day. So I'm going to give you a contact when we leave here as well. So a lot of people really don't understand what that means. So can we kind of start off with that? Yes, of course. Um, so somatic soma is your living body. Um, so with somatics, it's really um, a slow movement practice in which there's lots of pauses uh, after the movement and and these are novel movements these are movements that maybe your body doesn't normally take Um, so say a typical yoga pose like cat cow we might explore in different ways in different posture um, different positions in order to see how it feels in the body in different ways and it's done very slowly and mindfully with that pause afterwards to reflect on how did that make my body feel was was it beneficial did it make me feel calm or did it make me feel agitated yeah um and really it's done um, because i specialize with people who have chronic pain it's done in a way in which um they can explore the levels of their pain in different yeah. positioning um, so that they can retrain their brains yes. to uh, drop into the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest state more easily so that they can decrease their pain levels. Yes. That all sounds like, see, I, I for me, I've been practicing for a really long time, but I can honestly say it's just been maybe the past five years of my practice. Maybe it's come with maturity. Yeah, things come with maturity. Absolutely. Um, that I, like, I, I feel a posture and I go, oh yeah, like I feel that and, and I want to explore that. And I'm like, okay. And then when I come out of it, I, I, I do, I sit with that a second and I'm like, okay, but what if I try it like that? You know, what if I move my shoulder like that? And I'm not so much into the proper asana or the proper, like you're not in proper form, you know, like I'm like, but damn, that feels good. Mm-hmm. So I do encourage that sort of that mind body little thing, that little clicking connection and then invite exploration yes yeah so see with me out even knowing it i've been doing that somatically yeah that's great so what led you to that to that specialty yeah so when i was in yoga therapy training um you can branch out into several different aspects so some of my friends focused on trauma some of them focused on addiction recovery Um, i focused on chronic pain because of my own history with chronic pain and i see it in a lot of my private clients and so um, once i got my training in pain science and understanding uh, pain care yoga it somatics was just kind of a natural progression um 
I had been exploring it in my body and I'd taken a few classes on it and I was really enjoying how it very easily flowed into the teachings that I'd learned about helping people in chronic pain. Okay, so I want to stop for a minute because I want you to tell me what the difference is as far as like just yoga and yoga therapy, because mm-hmm. there's 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 a very distinct difference here. Yeah, so a yoga therapist goes to school, um, they have their 200 hour yoga instructor training at a minimum, and then they go to an additional 800 hours. So you finish your 500 hour training and then um, you're taking... Um, your branch of focus, um, your extra hours. And then you're doing similar to like physicians and physical therapists, they do case studies. So you're practicing with a mentor, you're working on actual people, um, for several hours. And of course you're writing a, a paper. Sure. Um, and within that process, um, as a yoga therapist, you're generally working one-on-one with individuals. Um, and when you work with them, they're filling out an intake form, much like they do at a physician's office. And then you have an assessment with them. So that's a longer session in which you're going to look at their physical abilities. You're going to talk about maybe their trauma or emotional circumstances, when the pain started, et cetera. And, um, with all the information that you've gathered, then together you're co-creating a lesson plan towards their goals. Okay. What is it that they're hoping to achieve? Um, if they're missing out on something that they used to love to do, like gardening, for example, then your job is to help them get back to that yeah. or some aspect of that again. Right. And so, um, when we work together one-on-one, it is often, um, we're meeting the client where they're at, in which case, um, whatever they're open to receiving and at what point or level that they're at. Sometimes it doesn't even really look like we think yoga looks like, you know, um, I always say yoga therapy is not, um, adjusting your body to fit a shape, but it's adjusting your yoga to fit you. Yeah. And so, um, that's really what we're working on is just helping this individual achieve their health goals and looking at their problem from a holistic perspective, knowing that pain is never solely physical. There is always a mental, emotional and energetic component. I think that that's hard for some people to wrap their heads around, though. I just know for me as a yoga instructor, when people talk about certain planes and everything there they can't wrap their head around the fact that it goes beyond the physical aspect but they're like no it's a physical pain and I'm like no I understand Mm -hmm. that physically this actually hurts but there's something there's another component to that rather than just the physical aspect of it Mm -hmm. and I, I just think if you don't dabble in that mind thought that that's really hard to come across but so part of your job too is to teach them that mentally mm-hmm. you've got to kind of connect your mind to that area of the body and those areas of the body not just that place and 
and and try to find relief there too and through breath work as well right yes breath work meditation we might do lifestyle changes like what are your sleep patterns how much water are you taking in oh you're getting what kind yeah. of food are you eating yeah 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 you know the who, what kind of people do you hang out with are you listening to a bunch of negative people all day that's kind of keeping you down do you need yeah. to adjust and have more gratitude i mean it's all aspects of of who you are and looking at all aspects of your life it's a shift mm-hmm. it's a life shift it's and i tell people that all the time there people sometimes say what do you eat and i'm like well you you know probably you know it's i i, I love myself and i tell i'm like i love myself so i, so I eat things that are good for myself mm-hmm. and we had a, a women's circle or i did a women's circle last night and we were discussing this subject about respecting yourself and what that looks like to you and um I said, you know, I've reached a place with myself that if it isn't good for me, I respect myself enough that I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to eat the unhealthy things anymore. I really don't even crave them. I just I'm like, eh, I don't need that. I don't want that, you know, but it's taken setting my mind around that area of self-love mm-hmm. that I can really do that with with full conviction without being feeling like I'm depriving myself of anything. Right. Mm -hmm. But what I have to catch myself as human doing is not judging others because they're not there yet. Right. You know, so I, and not that I'm above anything. It's just, I've reached that shift of thinking to where I understand that I don't want to eat that greasy cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And an awareness of how it makes you feel when you eat the greasy cheeseburger. Yes. And you might crave it, but then afterwards you just feel awful. Why yeah. are you doing that to yourself? Exactly. You know, and, and having someone to help talk to you about that yeah. experience yeah. and make that mind body connection. Most of the time after just a couple of sessions, people are like, oh, I noticed that. I pay more attention to my posture now. Yeah. I pay more attention to the food that I'm putting into my mouth. I try right. going to bed a little bit earlier each night. And these little changes make profound shifts. Huge, huge. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day just about posture. And we were we did a pelvic floor class. And they're like, well, my posture is bad. And I'm like, oh, well, we got to fix that. Mm-hmm. Because that plays a part into your health. That's the foundation. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that. So I, I think a lot of people just don't know. Mm-hmm. They truly don't. So these little things, you know, like, and we talk about consumption. And you hit on that, too. Like, what are, where is your attention going? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you watching on TV? Are you watching too much of it? Because most of it's not mm-hmm. good anyway. You know? what are you hearing? Yeah. I talk about that with my clients too. And, and much of it since COVID really has been the news, you know, they'll openly say, well, it it makes me feel depressed, scared, anxious. Um, well then why are you dosing yourself with it multiple times a day? You know, why is it the first thing that you listen to when you wake up or the first, the last thing that you listen to before you go to bed? Is that healthy? Is that benefiting you? Is it providing substantial change in your life in a healthy way? No. Then why are you doing that to yourself? You know, when we talk about those kind of things, it's, it's important. What, what are you feeding yourself? Not just physically, but mentally. What are you consuming? Yeah. In all aspects. What Mm -hmm. are you consuming visually? What are you, how are you digesting it? 
Yeah. Not well, most of us. Yeah, and not just digesting like in the belly, like in the mind, yes. in the soul, in mm-hmm. all those things. We could talk forever. <laughs> we could. But like you're, okay, let's just say hypothetically a typical, what would your typical client look like? And I know that it's a range of motion, but if there's somebody out there saying this, I may need to make an appointment with Sarah. Like mm-hmm. what would a typical person that would need this type of therapy be? Yeah, to be honest, um, I'm people's last resort. I think they have tried all the doctors and they've been um, pushed towards medications or surgeries and they want an alternative answer. And so um, unfortunately, I would say most of my clients are 45 and up um, and they've just, they're at their wit's end. Um, Many of them are Uh, experiencing major life change or have recently. So they might be going through empty nest and really struggling with that. They might've experienced a divorce um, or retirement. And this shift in their life is just creating a lot of mental and emotional turmoil. And that usually results in some form of physical ailment, whether it be chronic illness or chronic pain. Um, So I see a lot of people with pelvic floor dysfunction, a lot of um, both men and women, with shoulder issues, um, injuries, repetitive injuries because of their jobs over the course of their life or, um, you know, any number of things like fibromyalgia and Hashimoto's, um, these kinds of things that we're seeing much more prevalent in our society because of the amount of stress and, and anxiety most of us are taking in every day. And, um, and so, Men and women. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think in today's world, too, we're sort of desensitized to mm-hmm. so many things that, but even though we we don't notice what's happening internally, it's happening. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all have a certain constitution, like a cur- certain threshold that we can hold within us. And then it, it builds up mm-hmm. and and that's when that manifestation of some sort of sickness or stress brought on, mm-hmm. you know, something, something's going on that the body goes, I've had enough. And I think there are people that maybe they're desensitized to their own emotional threshold and physical threshold of what they can emotionally take in. Mm-hmm. And that's when these things arise and they're like, but I'm not stressed. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of those people, I can look down and go, oh, on the contrary, I can look at you and see your clenched jaw. Mm-hmm. I can see your shoulders drawn upward. I can, I can see it. Yeah. Like I can see your eyebrows all squinchy together. Like there's clues as yoga people were like, oh no, I, but I see it. Like you're wearing it. Absolutely. And the fact that you've manifested this sickness hmm. So I imagine by the time once they get to you and they've they've gone through therapy with you, you've given them tools and you've given them knowledge. Yes. Yeah. Tools and and techniques and information on um, lifestyle changes, how to live more holistically. And most of it, to be honest, is mind body connection. I mean, mm-hmm. we are a society of people who are absolutely not connected to our bodies. We are so busy and we are so external and we're always distracted and we want immediate results all the time, you know, instant gratification. And, um, very few of us take the time to sit and notice our breathing, 
Yeah. To notice our posture, um, to notice how certain foods make us feel, certain movements make us feel. And, and we're not embodied. We're not. And I, I do believe one of my, um, biggest blessings is that connection. Absolutely. I mean, I, I have a relationship with myself mm-hmm. and, and I, I, I nurture it. Like I, I, I don't mean to, for it to come across as, you know, um, snobby or, or selfish, but I love myself. Like I've, I've got to this place to where I'm like, Hey, I like who I am. I've worked hard to get here. I've got to know the things I really love about me, what I like. I know what I don't like, Mm -hmm. and that's important, too. I know what my body doesn't like. I know my boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know, and and those take work. Mm -hmm. The boundaries take work. But I think this person you're talking about, this lack of mind-body connection is societally by design, Yes. For the, for the people who want us to be and do what they want us to be doing. Mm-hmm. And this is by design. We are in a world where we just want to go, 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 and do, 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 and buy, 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 buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. This pill will help you with this. This medicine will help you with that. This miracle cure for this. Mm-hmm. And I watch the news and I'm like, for real? Not so much the news, just television in general. And you see these commercials come across. And I'm like, oh. I mean, literally, I gasp sometimes. And they read through real quickly mm-hmm. all the side effects. And my jaw drops sometimes. And I'm like, people are actually like, if you have to, and this is your last resort, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who am I to judge that if you've tried other avenues? Mm-hmm. But I would love, as somebody who comes from a life from a more holistic approach, I would love for people to try other avenues first try let's try let's see what your body can do let's see what your body can do when it connects to your mind Mm -hmm. let's see when they work together what kind of magic and healing we can conjure up through this connection yeah and i absolutely believe that people have the power to heal themselves we just don't have the information on how to do that we don't have the courage either Mm -hmm. we're not encouraged right by and and that's huge because we want to be reassured as people especially if you're really sick Mm -hmm. or you're in pain um let's just say if, if you've been diagnosed with some sort of cancer and your family the people who love you is saying you're you're going to do exactly what the doctors tell you Mm-hmm. And the doctors are, are, they've formed this plan that they want you to do. And it involves all these things, these poisons and all these things. Now, don't get me wrong. I've never had cancer, so I've never been faced with this decision. But the people who love you a lot of times are going to be want you to go to what's most known. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what they feel comfortable in. And there's a lot of people that that's what they feel comfortable in. But if there's something inside you that's going, I don't know about that. Like, listen to what your body wants, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what 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 path do you want to try mm-hmm. in in a, or maybe even even in addition to? Like, you can take the path the doctor's prescribing for you, but there's holistic changes you can make on the holistic side of things, too. 
You know, you can go see someone like you and see what they offer, change your diet, like mm-hmm. do the things that are going to systemically mm-hmm. help you. Well, I think people feel safe, like doctors give a sense of safety because the white coat means something. Oh, this person's very educated and and they know best. Um but most of them have been disappointed by the care that they're receiving in Western medicine. And so they're now reaching out for holistic care. They're looking for someone outside of the box um, who actually looks them in the eye and spends time with them and listens to their story. Yeah. And has and time for them, has time for them and makes them feel welcome and doesn't have a three to six month waiting list to be seen, you know, yeah. for five minutes. Yeah. Um, and, And because of that, I think my job is to one, listen to their whole story and understand them um, and have empathy for them. Sure. But at the same time, also be their guide, help them on this journey of discovery. Yeah. Um, Maybe change their mindsets a little bit out of not necessarily that Western medicine is bad. It absolutely has its place. Sure, it does. But if you're on 15 medications and they're prescribed by 15 different specialists, um, you know, I'm researching what those medication side effects are. And generally, when they're telling me what they're feeling in their body they don't even know that those pills are causing some of these side effects. And so we can talk about that and we can talk about how we got to this point and how can we start um, shifting the perspective. Yeah. And most of those people eventually will go back to their physician like, I'm feeling better. And their physicians will take them off certain medications depending on the situation. But um, we expect... um, trust and honesty from a physician, but they're not educated in pain care at all and pain, unless you're going to a pain management physician. And even then their pain management is mostly medication, drugs, (laughs) you know, pharmaceuticals. So they're not educated and they don't have the time to sit there and listen to you about your trauma or your childhood history, or, you know, um, a lot of the times we talk about pelvic floor and, and you had Emily on a few weeks ago, um, pelvic floor dysfunction is often misdiagnosed because we have IBS. We go to a gastroenterologist. We have pelvic floor issues. We go to an OBGYN. Um, and a lot of the, the symptoms of pelvic floor dysfunction, you're seeing multiple specialists and they're not putting it together that this is a pelvic floor issue. So, uh, someone like myself is looking at, well, is there jaw tension? Oh yeah. Yeah. You've got a lot of jaw tension. Then your pelvic floor is probably tight. I can see you lifting your shoulders and and you have poor posture. You probably have pelvic floor dysfunction. So it begins with how are you breathing? Yeah. Oh, you're not breathing fully. You're breathing very short and shallow. Yeah. Then we need to get you breathing down into your pelvis. Most yeah. people don't know how to do that. So I you know. have to teach them and you give them the tools. And a, a Western medicine physician and OBGYN probably isn't trained in that. I love it when somebody's speaking my language. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Tell right. Me more. Tell that's me more. right. I know that. Y'all hearing it? I told you so. See, it's coming from a yoga therapist. I told you. I told you. Okay, so tell me. All right. The name of your business, tell everybody out there. 
waterfall yoga, right? Waterfall yoga therapy. Waterfall yoga therapy. So tell us this story about this waterfall yoga therapy. Tell me how the name came to be because you told me the other day at coffee and I was mesmerized. So tell me about it. Yeah. So I love this story. It's the story of manifestation. And I, um, I absolutely believe that in the law of attraction and that the universe wants things to come into play for us, um, especially when it's our destiny um, and we have true heart for something. Um, So back in 2013, I had started taking yoga teacher training. And um, just to backstory that, um, I was a military spouse for 20 years since I was 20 years old. We moved every couple of years all over the world. And um, it was not an easy life. It was stressful. Sure. And... um, I'm originally from Kansas, so, you know, your first duty station was Virginia, and then we moved to Germany. It was very, like, at 21, to experience a foreign country when you're from the Midwest and never really left your hometown, it was kind of um, stressful. And uh, then in my early, late 20s, I had my son, and my husband was deployed all the time. Um, I basically was giving myself, I think, a chronic illness from all of my anxiety and stress and not having an outlet, not having a way to deal with that. I didn't have the tools. And you didn't have help. And I didn't have help. I was far away from home, and I wasn't getting proper sleep. My immune system was depleted, and I was going to physicians, and they were telling me, here's the pill for that. You just have too much stress. Take a pill. And it wasn't solving the root of the problem. And I knew that was an issue and I wasn't trusting that. Um, So I did not take the pills. Instead, I referred back to um, the very few yoga classes I had taken and the way that they made me feel. And I kind of started moving in that direction. Um, At the time, we were in Montgomery, Alabama. And um, it kind of came to me that I needed to start taking yoga classes again. And as I did, um, a teacher training happened to open up. I started doing that. And shortly after I completed my teacher training, um, we were trying to come up with my LLC. What, what are you going to name this business that you're starting? And um, my husband and I had decided we love Alabama surprise surprise (laughs) it was not on our list Um, but we had lived in a lot of different places and so we were thinking that um we loved the south we loved the people we loved the food we loved um the experiences that we were having here um my husband being a cyber guy Huntsville's like the mecca of cyber and my son's really into engineering and that kind of thing so we started looking for land up here and um we just happened upon this road out in New Market in what they call the Hurricane Valley. And uh, we had driven up this big hill. It's very hilly here in the Northeast. And we had come down the hill and there was a for sale sign. It had been raining for days. Um, and we saw this for sale sign. We stepped out of the car and I could hear running water, which was like a creek sound, you know, yeah. from all the rainwater. And literally the clouds parted. The sun yeah. shined on this valley floor where our house now sits and everything but angels singing, right? And my husband and I were like, wow, I think this is it. So um, it was around Christmas time. We put in an offer um, and we had chosen 20 acres of the 40 that were available. And my real estate agent later on had gone and hiked the property. And she said, did you know there's a full-blown waterfall on your property? And we're like, what? No. 
And so she sent us pictures and at the time it was icy. So it was all yeah. iced over and um, it was absolutely stunning. 360 degree view of the hills. And uh, it's also in the Trail of Tears. So there's just oh beautiful energy, yeah. beautiful history there. I got a little there. cold chill, yeah. yeah. Yes, it's amazing. And so... Um, when I was getting my LLC, I named it Waterfall Yoga. Um, shortly after I did that, um, I experienced uh, a car accident. I saw a car accident, which I saw someone pass away. And for me, that was a huge reality of understanding what my husband had gone through in combat yeah. um, and having suffered from post-traumatic stress himself. And... So now having that understanding, I kind of shifted from my teacher training, which was an Ashtanga background and Hatha yoga. Um, and miraculously enough, a new yoga studio had opened up in Montgomery called Yoga Gem, um, which is no longer around. But mm -hmm. she was a retired Air Force nurse and she was on disability and she... Uh, wanted to start a, a yoga studio in Montgomery that was available to all bodies um, yeah. and older clientele, people who weren't into hot yoga and, and Ashtanga. And so um, after that experience, I was like, please take me, mold me, tell me, yeah. you know, I want to learn more yeah. about yoga. And she was starting an Ayurveda 200 hour teacher training. So I was her aide for that. And I learned more and I absorbed more information. And she said, you know, if I were you, I'd go into yoga therapy. That's the way of the future. And I was like, okay, what's this yoga therapy about? Yeah. So we got orders to Germany I moved to Germany and I was researching it and working privately with clients that had really complicated issues, um, plane crashes, heart attacks, you know, yeah. these kind of things. And, um, and really having to shift and study the way that I, I was originally trained in yoga and, um, I fell in love. Like it was absolutely amazing to see the transformation in individual clients. Um, and so with that, I got back to the United States. I entered a yoga therapy training program called inner peace yoga therapy. And, um, I started my two year training course with them, traveling to different areas, learning from different teachers, deciding my path and choosing chronic pain. And it was while I was in a meditation um, with Durga Leela, she does yoga of recovery. Um, she was teaching us an inner sanctuary meditation in which you visualize your safe place. And I'd realized my safe place was always a waterfall. I had always meditated with a waterfall, like imagining my yeah. sounds I hear and being next to the water and those kind of things. And so as I was in it, I realized that, um, as a young girl, I drew pictures of waterfalls. I wrote stories about waterfalls and my mom still has them. I have them in a folder. Um, I wrote poetry about waterfalls and I was like, oh my gosh, you I manifested a waterfall. I, I believed in it enough that I didn't even have to look for it and it came right. and found me. And, um, whether you call it, you know, you believe in God or the universe or the divine, whatever you believe in, I believe all of that will shift and send you messages and well, you aligned yourself to it exactly you and have to be open to you it you have to be you have to and believe in it yeah yeah I think we you know you talked about when you were a little girl and you drew them like you were young then you you knew what you wanted like we mm -hmm. haven't been disturbed or mm -hmm. or we haven't been polluted by life and the world yet yes. and 
your inner self is going, oh, I love waterfalls. Well, okay. But that kind of stayed with you. And and I think your yoga path kept that alignment open. Mm-hmm. And that's just what you were meant to do. Yes. You're a healer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for me, that was just a profound thing. Like I knew that this was exactly my path. I knew that this was my purpose. It was where I was supposed to be. And so that's part of what I teach my clients now is that yeah. you have to believe, you yeah. know, in what you want and you have to want to change. You have to want, you have to want to change and you have to understand too, that there's things you have to let go of. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't change things unless you change what you're doing yes. and let go of things. It requires something new of you absolutely you know a new Mm -hmm. a new perspective a new belief a new belief in yourself you know you have to have you have to care enough about yourself to do some hard things sometimes oh yeah I was absolutely terrified to be a yoga teacher I never wanted to be in front of people but I knew I wanted the knowledge and I wanted to discover something new I've always been the type of person to ask questions like why this and why that and um and yoga you know even though I'm a Christian yoga gave me this aspect of like wow you know this is this is some really good stuff that helps you to be a better human. Yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of people have worries with yoga and religion. And I, I guess for some people, it's a matter of where you practice yoga. I mean, if you're a really um, fundamental Christian, you may not be very comfortable going to an Ashtanga class or something mm-hmm. like that, depending on the language that she used. Yes. But I really believe that yoga aligns your heart and your mind better for any religion that you're a part of it certainly does it welcomes in more of the spirit of what you worship Mm -hmm. fully so i think you know i hope people can get past the fear of yoga no matter what your religious beliefs are because i believe that if it makes you a better christian Mm -hmm. or a better buddhist buddhist hinduist whatever it is you are be good at it like be devout to it be the best of it if we were all you know um aligned to that power yes i think in in the south too there's there's a lot of questions about that like oh you can be christian and do yoga you sure can yes yes absolutely yoga is not a religion no no it's but it's a wonderful tool and practice to get to know yourself and to heal yourself and to open yourself up Mm -hmm. to more. And and I've never met anybody, never, in 33 years that I've been doing yoga. I have never met anyone that um, has started a yoga practice that has regrets about it. Right. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) It's just one of those things. Now, I have had people that had a wonderful, beautiful yoga practice, and then for whatever reason, they stopped. And then there's a mourning. There's a longing for their yoga practice to come back. Yeah. Because it's such a connection to your potential Mm -hmm. and to your health. For sure. Well, I think a lot of people that, you know, may injure themselves or they go ahead and they do the surgery, you know, they miss the yoga. And uh, it's important to tell them, like, even though you may not be able to do the physical movement, the asana of yoga right now, um, you can absolutely do other things. You can visualize your body doing the movement. And And visualization is healing because it's using a different part of your brain than when you actually do the movement. And it reminds your body 
of yes. what how that what movement that felt works like and what muscles are you using when yeah. you do that pose it keeps a connection right yes and and you know i do this with my amputees too like if you've had amputation it doesn't mean that you can't do yoga if you're in a wheelchair it doesn't mean that you can't do yoga right. it just changes the way that you do yoga right so um you know even if you've had a surgery you can be doing breath work you sure. can be meditating and visualizing I That's had, yoga. Yeah, I had my first sort of experience, personal experience with that. So I had the the you know the three the triple knee thing the mm-hmm. the ACL the MCL the meniscus. Oof. Yeah, it was well almost a almost a year ago exactly. Um, it happened June fifteenth, but um, I thought that's it. I'll never be able to practice the way I am accustomed to practicing. Sure. Now, I always knew I could adjust that and I, I could still practice, but not to the level I had built myself to, right? Right. Uh, but you know what? I sat myself down and I said, that's not true. Yeah. It's only true if I choose it to be true. And I had to have that sit down with higher self, my higher mm-hmm. self sit me down because I had been doing some things that really weren't good for me. Yeah. And I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. And I said, that's got to go. And you need to put, you need to do this instead. That's got to go. And you're going to do this instead. So now I look back on it too. And that knee, that bum knee, that accident was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Absolutely. Because it really realigned me to the things and the knowledge I know. Mm-hmm. And it's a reminder. Yeah, help you revisit yeah, that. Yeah, it's a reminder. Going, oh no, you're. We're not going to do that. You know, you're not. You're not going to put any weight back on. Your knees don't need that. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat healthy, and you're going to eat good, and you're going to move as much as you can, and get good sleep. You know, I made the changes that stress. Mm-hmm helped me to let go of, you know, but it took something like that to say, all right, get it in line. Let's, let's fix this, you know, and you can work through it. You just got to change things until you build the strength back. Right. And part of that is you had the discipline because of your yoga background and your yoga experience. A lot of people haven't had that experience in their body yet. So they're looking for someone to help them through that process yeah. yeah and a doctor just doesn't have the time to do that so that's kind of where we come in we yeah um we guide them on that journey learning more about yoga and how it provides them with the tools that they need to overcome just about anything yeah it's so powerful it is so good and i'm glad you're in huntsville thank you we need we need we need we need this here i moved here in august i'm really happy to be here it's been incredible it's kind of a melting pot of people right now because we've had such an influx of new people from different parts of the country and um i have 20 acres out in the hurricane valley with the waterfall on it and it's an absolute incredible energetic space that I do retreats there right I do and I love to share them with people I think most people they think of a yoga retreat they think oh I have to go somewhere exotic like Costa Rica or Italy and um, you know that's really expensive and challenging to get to right now so um, I love that I offer kind of a unique uh, experience here in northeast Alabama 
Um, I do offer customized intimate retreats. So small groups, say you're having a birthday or you want to do some couples yoga with a few other couples or you want to um, get together a girls retreat or even have, you know, um, some collaboration with your coworkers and experience that. We can customize that to your needs. But I offer um, mini retreats. Uh, day retreats and weekend retreats. Okay. And um, you get to experience the nature of the 20 acres out there, the energy that I feel every day. And it's um, it's just incredible. I want to share it with everyone. Well, I hope everyone gets a chance. So tell everybody where, because I'm sure they're intrigued. So where can they find you on all the social aspects of things, your website? And guys, this will all be in the show notes as well. So don't feel like you got to like write it down, but it helps to, to hear it as well. Yeah. So, um, I am on Instagram and Facebook at waterfall yoga therapy. Um, you can also find me on YouTube Okay. And um, I have some free videos on there and more information about me, um, as well as Insight Timer. If you've never heard of Insight Timer, it's the number one free meditation app out there. And I've got about five or six. I've got a, a pelvic oh, cool. floor meditation dropping here, I think, okay. this week or next. All right, cool. So that's exciting. And um, if you're not local to Huntsville, I also offer telehealth. So that's the one good thing to come from COVID is yeah. that, hey, we don't have to be in person. I can do all of this virtually. Um, some of my yoga therapy friends do only virtual. They don't even see people in person anymore. Yeah. Um, I think I think seeing people in, in person is powerful and I think it's effective and I love doing that. But if you don't live in the Huntsville area, um, you can absolutely find me for telehealth sure. private sessions. And I believe, you know, like as an energy worker, you know, that that energy can be can truly be felt from distance as well. Is oh, it, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want anybody turned off by the telehealth because I really believe that it may not be the same as being in person, but energetically, there's a lot that's going on there that's really very, very helpful in nurturing. And for some people, it may be even more so. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it can be an introduction into it and then maybe when they get to know things better then they might want to do an in-person yeah or comfort retreat yeah i have people um that i see via telehealth and i think what they like about it is that um we can record the sessions and they can watch them again you know and they can get that experience as many times as they need double their money for their session there yeah i do that too like if we record a class and they're like oh i really like that one can you send me that one Uh i'm like okay yeah (laughs) yeah so that's that's great Well, again, thank you. And we did a great job on our podcast. I think we did great. We got our timing down. Everything was wonderful. It was fun. And if you guys, um, I'm going to put all the show notes on here for all of Sarah's connections. But um, check her out. Go, Go check out the website. If you're having any of these issues that we're talking about, don't ignore it. Like if your body's speaking to you and you feel that this is something that can bring you some release and relief, then it is definitely worth checking out. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming. And also, I don't, I'll say this, if you're curious and you want to know more, but you don't have the answer yet, um, I do free 15 minute phone consults. Okay, that's So good. if you have more questions, but you're not ready to click the 
button yet, we can go ahead and do that as well. All right. And it's waterfallyogallc.com. All right. And her phone number's on there. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. We are going to be out. Namaste. Namaste.